You know, when I was working in my previous job, there was a design competition. There's a design competition that's what organized by, our, by the company. And the competition was, was to call, uh, to create a poster. Ang competition nito is to creatively design a poster to remind the staff and workers the importance of safety in the construction site. So may competition. So across the world, sa Singapore, sa Japan, sa Malaysia, sa Indonesia, pagandahan ng design. Eh may price yon, May price money. At saka, pag gumawa ka ng magandang design, ang mangyayari, ang mangyayari, pag wala, gumawa ka ng design, what will happen? Yung poster mo, ilalagay mo sa sa lahat na project site. Sabi ko, wah, maganda to wah. May pera ka na, sikat pa yung design mo. So I tried to do a design. I tried to uh, do the design and I'm working. Sabi ko, ano kaya maganda to capture a message so that people will take note and make priority yung safety nila sa construction site or sa office. Ano kaya maganda design? And that day, nagluluto ako na itlog. Kailangan ng isubmit. So nagluluto lang ako itlog. Ano kaya magandang design? Iniintay ko lang yung PowerPoint. So nagluluto ako ng itlog. Totoo, nagluluto ako ng itlog. Ito yung design. And you know, I won. Ang galing na idea, itlog. The message here is this. It takes a second to make it crack. But it takes a miracle to put it back. Sabi ng hapon, Haragoro, iti itlog, ane. <laughs> Hindi nila alam, nagluluto lang ang itlog, naisip ko yan. But you know, you know, sometimes we look life like an egg. When we go to suffering and sorrow, we look at it as a situation that's hopeless without any possibility of restoration, like this poster, like this egg that we have saw in front of us. Oftentimes, we forget that God is the great restorer. Oftentimes, we forget that God can turn what's messy, what is sad, what is painful, Sometimes we, we, we forget that God can turn things, everything beautiful in His time. Sometimes we forget that God can do the impossible. Yes, there are times that God will not bring back the things that we have lost, but yet the Lord can repair our life, restore our life, and bring a new perseverance and desire to live. At times we might not comprehend everything, that's happening in our life, in our current situation. But you know what? Let us put our hope in the Lord. Have faith in our God who can bring healing and restoration to our life. Today, we will return to the story of Job and, how, and study how the Lord restored and healed his life in the situation that he's in. And I've entitled this sermon, Broken and restored. And we'll be reading from Job chapter 42, verse 1 to 17. It's the last chapter of the book. 
Let me read, and you can follow along with me as we, I read the text. Job chapter 42. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that you can do all things, that no purpose of your can be trod. Who is this that hide counsel without knowledge? Therefore I have uttered what I did not understand, things wonderful for me which I did not know. Here in I will speak. I will question you and you make it known to me. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ears, but now my eye sees you. Therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. After the Lord has spoken this word to Job, the Lord said to Eliphaz, the Temanite, My anger burns against you and against your two friends, for you have not spoken of me what is right as my servant Job has. Now therefore, take seven bulls and seven rams and go to the servant Job and offer up a burnt offering for yourself. And my servant Job shall pray for you, for I will accept his prayer not to deal with you according to your folly. For you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. So Eliphaz the Temanite, and Bildad the Shohite, and Supar the Hamahite went and did what the Lord has told them. And the Lord accepted Job's prayer. And the Lord restored the fortune on Job when he had prayed for his friends. The Lord gave Job twice as much he had before. Then came to him all his brothers and sisters, and all who have known him before, and ate bread with him in his house. And they'd show him sympathy and comforted him for all the evil that the Lord has brought upon him. And each of them gave a piece of money and a ring of gold. And the Lord blessed the later days, latter days of Job more than his beginning. And he had 14,000 sheep. 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, 1,000 female donkeys. He had also seven sons and three daughters. And he called the name of the first daughter, Jemima, and the name of the second, Keziah, and the name of the third, Keren Hapuch. And in all the land, there were no women so beautiful as Job's daughters. And their father gave them an inheritance among their brothers. And after this, Job lived 140 years and saw his sons and his sons' sons for generation. And Job died an old man, full of days. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this time that we once again gathered here to study your word. We thank you, Lord, that your word would speak to us. We ask for your Holy Spirit to move mightily in our midst that we will illuminate your word, that we will understand it clearly. I pray, Lord, as we look at your word, may we find, Lord, that, that you are a God who restores. Give us that hope to see a bright future because you hold our life in your hands. At the same time, Lord, convict us if there's any of our lives need to be surrendered. I pray, Lord, that you po ang kumausap sa amin. May we submit and surrender our life and may we obey you, your precept and your ways. At the same time, Lord, I pray that may your church be united, loving each other in unity, serving one another. And teach us, Lord, that we may journey together enduring this time of challenging moment. Salamat po, Panginoon. Bless this time, O Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
You know, last Sunday, we have briefly looked into why God allowed um, Satan to test Job's integrity. Pinag-aralan natin last Sunday yon, And Satan challenged God. There's a reason why he wanted to test um, Job. He, Satan challenged Job. Uh, Satan challenged God. He said, you know, God, kaya lang nagpupuri yan si Job sa'yo kasi binibless mo siya. Tanggalin mo lahat ng blessing sa kanya and he will curse you. Yun ang sinasabi ni Satan kay, sa Panginoon. You can read that in Job chapter 1. Now, now, let me explain to you. Kasi last week, I am not able to explain it. Only God can discern our heart and mind. Satan cannot. He will not be able to know what's happening in your heart and your mind. Only God, because He's the only one. He's all-knowing. Satan is just merely a creation. He's not able to discern what's your thoughts in your heart. He only knows that the general condition of man. But only God is the one who can see your heart and see your mind. So in Job chapter 1, Satan came to God and said, Sige, kaya lang nagpupuri yan si Job sa'yo. Hindi yan totoo. He's not real. He's not authentic. Remove all the blessing and he will curse you. So God allowed Satan to take everything that Job had. And that's why, if you read Job chapter 1, parang ang depressing, sabi ko, nawala lahat. Nawala ang kari-arian, nawala ang mga sheep, ang goat. Ewan ko anong nawala, pati yung mga anak niya. But you know, we read in the last verse, he said, Job said, The Lord gave, the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Job maintained his integrity before the Lord. However, in the following chapter, in chapter 2, Job was again tested. He was tested again. In chapter 2, Job's health was affected. He had sore from his foot to his head. And we read that in Job chapter 2, verse 7 and 8, sabi dito, So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and struck down Job with loathsome sore from his sole of his foot to the crown of his head. May mga, ano bang sore sa Tagalog? Google nyo. Buhol o sugat, scars, and so on. So he has that from his foot until he said, and sabi dito, and he took a piece of broken pottery in which, in which to scrape himself while he sat in the ashes. Makating makate. Wala pang katikunun. Katingko, sorry. So he took that and scraped. That's what's happened to him. He was again being tempted to curse God. You know what? The wife suddenly appeared and tempted him to curse God. Sabi ng wife sa kanya, Do you still hold fast your integrity? Curse God and die. Yung asawa niya, sinabi niya to. Ewan kung umahal niya siya. True love ba yan? Curse God and die. Probably she's, she's, she's saying it out of, of pain also because she loses she lose her daughter. We don't know. Or probably frustration. You still hold your integrity. Curse God and die. And you know what Job said? Job said, you speak as one of the foolish women would speak. 
Shall we receive good from God and shall we not receive evil? And all this Job did not sin with his lips. Now, the word evil there is not kasamaan but disaster. Hardship. And during this time, Job maintained his integrity before the Lord. But as we continue on in the book of Job, you notice that Job's temptation to curse God continue on kasi may tatlong kaibigan na dumating. Instead of them comforting Job, instead of them encouraging him, they bombard him with arguments and hurtful words which lead Job to struggle in his faith. May tatlong kaibigan na dumating, dapat i-comfort, kaysa comfort, tinira pa. Tatlo sila, si Eliphaz, just a summary of what he was saying, it's from this, this conversation goes from chapter 4 to 27, 23 chapter, nag-uusap sila. Sabi ni Eliphaz, ito ang idea ng ang content na sila sabi ma, Job is a religious man, but he has gone astray. Kaya ganyan kaya nagsasuffer dahil dati mabait ka, ngayon hindi na. Yung isang kaibigan, ito sinasabi, si Bildad. Job wouldn't admit his sins, so he still suffer. Remember, I taught you the principle of retribution principle? Sa tingin nilang, if a righteous will be prosper, but the wicked will suffer. So ito si Bildad. Kaya ka ganyan, dahil hindi mo ina-admit yung kasalanan mo, may secret sin ka, no? Yung kaibigan niya. But we know that Job was described by God in the chapter 1 that he was righteous. And then, ito mas matindi, itong kaibigan, ang hirap pag may ganitong kaibigan. Negative. Si Sufar. Lumayo kayo pag may pangalan na Sufar. Ang sabi nito ni Nisnia, Job sin deserve more what he's experiencing. Dapat, alam mo, Job, kulang pa yan. Dapat dagdagan pa ang kahirapan mo. Dapat ba, hindi lang dapat kati-kati. Mars madami pa. Ayan ang sinasabi niya. And because of this conversation, what happened? Job began to wrestle. He was shaken. And you notice in his writings, in his response to them, he fluctuated first. He was trusting God and later he was in despair. Then he was in confidence and reliance totally in the Lord and then suddenly he questioned and challenged God and constantly defended his innocent. Na Lord, innocent ako ba at mo ako ginaganito? Wala naman akong ginawa. And because of that, you know what happened? Job struggled and, and he wrestled with so much question in his mind, especially about God. And here are a few things. He said, he blamed God for tormenting, tormenting him. In chapter 19:6, he said, Know then that God has put me in wrong and closed his net about me. And then he said, Job even wished God to leave him alone. Wag kang lumapit. Job chapter 10, 20. Are not my days few? Then cease, leave me alone. Sinasabi niya sa Panginoon that I may find a little cheer. Nagko-complain na talaga siya. Job also was emotionally unstable. 
He thought that he, can, he, was unjust, un, he was punished unjustly. Sabi dun sa Job chapter 9, I am bless, blameless yet to the point that yet I don't know myself. I despise my life. Sabi niya, hindi ko nakilala sarili ko. And I hate my life. He even perceived God as his enemy. In Job chapter 7, 20, Why have you made me your mark? Why have I become a burden to you? Bakit ako ang tinitira mo? Bakit Lord ako? Sana siya! And so Job was so desperate to find an answer that he asked God. I say to God, do not condemn me. Let me know why you condemn against me. In Job 13, 22, then call and I will answer. Or let me speak and you reply to me. Gusto niya kausapin, Lord, tell me what's, why I'm suffering. You know, Job, Job's inner struggle had led him to pursue and demand God for an answer. And probably he's forgetting what he said in chapter 1 when he, when he said, the Lord's give, the Lord takes away. Blessed in the name of the Lord. Probably he forgot that. Probably in his struggle, he have, he have, he have, there's, a, there's a barrier between him and God. But you know what? Instead of punishing Job more, instead of ignoring Job, you know, out of God's mercy, God responded with a conversation. Kaya sa pagalitan, nag-usap sila. At mababasa natin yan sa chapter 38 to 41, nag-usap si Job tsaka si ang Panginoon. Ang ganda, no? Biglang nagko-complain ka pagkin kinausap ka, lumapit sa'yo at kinausap ka. Instead of, and, and interestingly, this how God responded to Job. He did not answer him directly. What God did is He asked Job a question. Ang tanong sa, ng, ng Panginoon kay Job is this. Marami, three chapters yon. You read it. I just pick a few. Ang tanong niya kay Job ganito. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Sabi ng Panginoon sa kanya, uh, Who provides for the raven? Is pray when it's young one cries to God for help and wonder about for lack of food. Ayan ang tanong niya kay Job. By the way, Job, who provides for the raven again? A young ones. And 38.12, he says, Have you commanded the morning since your days began and caused the dawn to know its place? And then he said, do you know when the mountain goats give birth? Do you observe the calving of what does? Tinanong pa nga kay Job, do you know kung bakit yung tubig ganito? Alam mo ba bakit yung star ay nasa sky? Ang daming tanong. Tinanong lang naman si Job ng mga question ngayon na ganun. You know, the reason why God was questioning Job is to show him that he is God, that is all-powerful, that is all-sovereign. God is reminding Job of who he is. And you notice how Job responded. Job responded with this statement. He said, 
I have heard of you by hearing of the years, but now my eye sees you. Therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. You see, Job repented when he realized that he is just merely a creation made from dust, that he has no right to question and demand a question and answer from the Lord who is sovereign, who is in control, who, who made him. You know, after this encounter, there's a change in Job's life. I believe out of this encounter of Job with God is the beginning of Job's restoration. And this is our first point. Our restoration begins when our, with our encounter with God. You see, after Job's experience, notice the change in him. He stopped questioning. After Job's experience, he no longer asked so much question. After encountering God, you notice that he has a posture of humility. We read that, therefore I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. There is a posture now of humility, not demanding. After that experience, he responds in surrender, in obedience. We can read that later as he prayed for his friends. Job also have a deeper perspective now. His attention is no longer in himself, but his attention is towards God. You see, the result of his encounter leads him to a better understanding of who God is, a better surrender and better worship. It's a life-changing event. And if you look throughout the scripture, when we encounter God, there's a change in life. Look at the scripture. One is one person who encountered God is Moses. We know that he had the burning bush experience. But we know, you know Moses, if you read Hebrew, Moses knew what he was supposed to do. Probably he knew. Read Hebrew. He was trained in Egypt. Why did he kill the Egyptian? He know something that he's, he's called by God to do a purpose. But because of what he did, he ran away. But yet God encountered Moses through the burning bush. Moses encountered God in a powerful way, and there's a change in him. As he experienced God. I remember that God called him for a purpose to rescue his people from slavery in Egypt. And God called him. God restored his call. How about Jacob? Jacob wrestled. So I will wrestle with God or wrestle with the angel. What did he want? He wants restoration. He wants, he wants blessing from God. And he wrestled and wrestled. And what did the Lord give Jacob? Simply lang binigay sa kanya. Yung sakit niya broken. Dito, yung hip. God changed him. No longer the one who runs away, but now he's a person who walks with a limp. He could no longer run away. There's a change in him now. Now he, be, he has to depend on others. He can no longer run. He can only run to God. How about Peter? Peter denied God a number of times. But what did Jesus do? Jesus went to him. You know, Peter went back to his old ways. He went fishing. That's his favorite he went fishing. 
Maybe your last time life is you would like to, to hang around in, in Lucky Plaza. Or probably you, want, you like to jalan-jalan. I pray that God will encounter you there habang nagjajalan-jalan ka. There's a burst in your heart. God will speak to you. You see, here Peter, he denied Jesus. And you know, Jesus appeared to him and restored him. He said, you know what he restored? He restored his love and restored his purpose in his life. Remember the testimony I've shared last Sunday about that woman who lost his two child. I have not gave a detailed story when I was speaking to, he, to her. I said, how many years did you struggle? She told me that she, she had she have to go to therapy and so many things. For two years, she struggled with depression. Nagahalusinate pang asya. But you know, in even, in even the time of searching for an answer, why did she lose her daughter, uh, his sons? He went to two Bible schools. Hindi isa dalawa. Grabe. So that she can find the answer. You know what we learned last Sunday? She didn't find the answer for the question, but she found you know, sometimes finding the answer will not solve your problem. Kahit i-google mo yan. Sometimes you can have all the questions. You might not be able to find the answer. But the real answer is found when you found it in the Lord. And I pray that during this time, we all will encounter God in a fresh new way. Hindi lang yung ganito lang o normal lang, but in a fresh new way. In our situation, in our, in our walk with Him, Lord, my prayer is that we will encounter Him in a new way, in a fresh new way, so that we will have revival in our life. Change. First, we learn our restoration begins with an encounter with God. Second, restoration also deal, deals with our relationship with others. Tingnan mo katabi mo, kamusta ka na BFF? Kamusta ka na BFF? Yung iba tumatalikod kasi yung friend niya nasa kabilang dulo. At home, if you're with your family, if your wife is there or your husband is there, tingnan mo kung BFF pa kayo. So our restoration also deals with the relationship. Look, look at this. If you look at the last few verses in the book of Job, you'll notice that God brings restoration to the relationship that Job has. Look at closely the three main characters that was presented here. First, Job, the person who was suffering. Your three friends niya. And then, in verse 11, mention about brothers and sisters. Let me read verse 11. It says, Then came to him all his brothers and sisters, and all who had known him before, and ate bread with him, ate bread with him in his house. And they showed sympathy and comforted him for all the evil that the Lord has brought him. And each of them gave a piece of money and a ring of gold. Ewan ko bakit ring of gold, baka isusuot niya. But notice how Job responded, how this, his friend responded to him when he was suffering. You know yung friends niya, yung tatlo? 
they falsely spoken about God. They judge Him. They even argue with Him. Instead of being there to sit down and comfort, nagsasuffer na nga, lahat na wala. Tapos, titirahin mo pa ng mga theological term, pakasalanan ka. Sana kulang pa yan. Sana pigsain ka pa. Instead of being there, his friends want to show Job that they are right and he is wrong. You know that kind of spirit, the piracy? Malika, makasalanan kang tao, kulang pa yung parusa mo. Magsisi ka. They have forgotten to bring comfort to his friend. Now, let's look at Job's brother and sisters. You read in chapter 2, only the three friends appeared. Yung brothers and sisters niya disappeared. Never mentioned there. And I was reading this in chapter 19, Job 19, 13. And I'll read to you that in NLT. My relatives stay far away and my friends had turned against me. Some scholars, I was reading this, bakit wala sila yung nagmumorn siya and nagsasuffer siya? Some suggest that Job's brothers and sister were not there to comfort them in early stage because they despised and they made him an outcast for losing everything. They perceived that God was punishing him. So kung pinapanish ka, lalayo ako. Ba? Baka ako may damay pa. Nalos mo na lahat ng ari-arian, nalos mo na yung mga anak mo, naiwan ang asawa mo, lalayo ako. Baka ako po'y madamay. Look at the friends and the relatives and sisters. They perceived God was punishing him and up. some said, some scholars said they stay away from him. Yet look at how God restored the relationship that Job had after he encountered God. Job prayed for his friends. All the hurtful words that he received, all the things that they have said about him, false accusation. At the end of the story, Job even made a sacrifice and prayed for them. Now, how about the brothers and sisters? You read that. He opened his home, pinakain pa, and allowed them to comfort him and give him what? Gifts, gold, and even ring. Job opened his heart, opened his home for those who despised him or left him when he was suffering. Now, question. Is there any person in your life that hurt you? When you are really down, when you are in sorrowful mode, they still judge you. Hindi lang ginajudge ikaw. May kaibigan ka ba na nasasaktan ka na nga sa sensasyon, pinag-gossipin ka pa. Hindi lang gossip, pinacebook ka pa. Instead of being there, 
they talk about you. Question is that have you had that friends? Taas kamay. We do have friends. My question is this, will you be able to forgive them? Sabi niyo yan, nag-yes kayo. Will you be able to forgive them and release that forgiveness? Now, question, is there any family members in your life when everything is okay, they are there, pag wala ka na, iwanan ka? But kayo nagre-react? Sige, itulfo nyo. When you have everything ang bait, yung nawala na ikaw, at ikaw may kailangan ng tulong, wala sila, iniwan ka. How will you respond to them? Will you still open your heart and open your home to them? Or you just said, bahala kayo. I did it my way. Will you hold that, that pain and grievances towards them? Or are you still allowed to build that bridge? Sometimes we want to build wall to those who hurt us. Thick wall so that they will not penetrate us. But you know what? God wants us to have that restoration, reconciliation. God wants us to have build bridge. You build a bridge, bahala na sila mag-respond. Pero ikaw ang nagbibuild ng wall, then something is wrong. You build bridge, let them come in. And look at the story. Job was left, but now when he was being restored, he welcomed them, eat with them, allow them to comfort him. Now, let's turn the story around. Some of us might be the friend. People around us are suffering. Now, when people are suffering around us, how do you respond? Do you just throw them a theological statement or truth? Sister, mukhang kaya ganyan ka. Or do you comfort that person and walk and journey with that person? Or are we, are, are we that brother or sister who left those who, when they have everything, ang bait-bait mo, pag nawala naman sila, ikaw pala lumayo. Any one of us can fall into this character. But you know, God not only restores that relationship with Him, but God calls us to restore that relationship with people even with those people who have hurt us or disappoint us the most. And I know by God's grace, by God's empowerment, by God's spirit, He will help us to, to do it. Not by our own strength, but in God alone. You know, this time of pandemic, I, I, I was, I'm, I'm preaching to myself. Let me preach to myself. At this time of pandemic, and daming texts, and daming namatayan. And I was doing many things in here in our church. We have planning yesterday. And something and, 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 and so things. And I was convicted by this. 
how should I respond to someone who, was, who have lost a father or a mother? Should I stop my work and just message them and call them? Or should I continue and let them be? Ano mas magandang gawin? Stop the work and, and reach out. And reach out. You know, I can just teach. I can just preach. I can have a position of a leader or a pastor or anuman position. But until I come to you and walk with you and love you and understand your pain and going through, then I've not done my part. Kaya mga leaders or elders or care group leaders, ministry leaders, it's not just the function of the church important, but the life of the two are ministering. Because I realize this, the true strength and maturity of the church, the true strength and maturity of a church is revealed in how we journey together through thick and thin. Romans 12, he says here, Bless those who persecute you, bless and not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. I asked when I was reading that, I asked myself, when was the last time I weep with those persons who have lost the loved one? Or oh, I've just prayed in my online, on some online Wednesday prayer night. When was the last time I just messaged a sister or a brother who have gone through a pain? And just pray with that person, kamustahin ka, sister, kamusta po kayo? Last night, I was remembered a lady that I missed out when I was doing this, I missed out to message. I messaged her, Kamusta, if you'll be in church, come, come talk to you. Because the strength of the church, of who we are, is when we have that reconciliation and we walk through thin and thick and thin and we rejoice together and we weep together. And I pray during this time there will be restoration. In the people that we love, that we in the peers, and even those who have hurt us, may we have that restoration too. Restoration causes us to have that deals with the relationship with other. Lastly, restoration leads us to regain our will to live and survive. Notice how God restored Job. It was not instant. You see, God did not snap his finger. Wala na problema mo. Hindi magic. Hindi yung, oh, nag-pray ka, wala na issue mo. Oh, wala kang boyfriend. Mamili ka. God did not restore that instantly. If you look at Job's life, it took him days and years to experience that restoration. It's not instant. Surely there'll be a moment that we will struggle, and surely he had moments of struggle and grief. But God brought people to comfort him and to experience the restoration in his life. Look at how God's hand upon Job. Sabi dito in verse 12, And the Lord blessed the later days of Job. 
Now, I did not highlight all the 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camel, 1,000. I did not highlight that. What I highlighted is the Lord blessed. The Lord blessed the later days of Job. Why? It is because the, it is the Lord. It is God who initiates that restoration in his life. And look at this. Job even lived a long life. How long did he live after this experience? He lived this life plus 140 years. And after this, he lived another 140 years. Now imagine this. You just suffered. You just experienced hardship. You know, sometimes you just don't want. You just want to go. Kunin mo na ako, Lord. You know, sometimes we feel that. Dahil problema, Lord, you know. But he lived another 140 years. At what, what was described here. And Job died an old man and full of days. Full of days means a life that's full. Life that's fulfilled. Life that's blessed. You know, it was the Lord who blessed his life. It was the Lord who gave Job the desire to live again despite of the losses he have experienced. You know, it is easy for Job to quit, but because of God's grace upon his life, he was able to pick himself up and face each day, one day at a time. Because of God's mercy upon his life, he was able to take a step, one step at a time. And because of God's unfailing love and faithfulness in upon his life, Job was able to rebuild his life again. Because of God's sovereignty, because God is in control, he realized that. Job was able to trust him and believe him, knowing that he has a great plan for his life knowing that his life belongs to him. And when you know that you have the will to survive, will to live. You know, sometimes we are like this. Sometimes we forget that when we go through sorrow. Remember, the Lord calls us. We will revive us to face each day in the Lord. But sometimes we are like this. like a sheep. And the Bible says we are like sheep. Last Thursday, we, went, we had that seminar and sabi doon, ang sheep daw, pag nakaganyan ang position, hindi na gumagalaw. Kasi hindi nila kaya. Hindi nila kaya gumalaw ng gumanon. So they have to just stay like that until help will come. And I was reading this, if there will not be Turnover, after 24 hours, they will die. They will just remain like this. Ang tawag dan kas. Sometimes we have forgotten that our Lord is a good shepherd. He did not, he don't want us to remain like that. He would turn us around. Our good shepherd would turn us around, carry us, and put us back. Okay. Go. Move. 
you know, remember our God is a good shepherd. And I like what Psalms 23 said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside still water. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. You know, we face the challenges. But remember this, our Lord is our Savior. He will help us. He will turn us around that we may move again. And if you are still alive and you are still breathing, remember this, brother and sister. God is still writing your story. Kaya tingnan mo kung katabi mo. Sabihin mo, God is writing your story. Nakamas na lang, ha? We can have this short interaction within the five. You know, as a summary, restoration begins when we have an encounter with God. Restoration deals with our relationship with others. And restoration leads us to regain our will to live and to survive. I would like to end with a short testimony. You know, uh, my wife received a, a birthday gift. And hindi siya plantita. Alam niyo plantita? Nagpa-plant. Hindi siya plantita. Wala kaming time magplantita. May mga bata sa bahay. And she received a gift, a plant, plant a rose. Ayun mo kong tawag doon. Yan. And when she received it, wow, ang ganda. Of course, na-stress siya. Kailangan niya alagaan. Because she's not that person who plants. So what, what we received was a, a small plant, a rose plant with a lot of wonderful flowers. Buhay, ganda. When after a few days, you know what happened to the flowers? One by one, it, it died. It went dry and died. Na-stress siya ngayon. Sabi niya, ano mo ginawa ko? Inalagaan ko ba matibuti? So, ginugel niya. Ginugel niya ang house. So, she continue on. She cut. She... Not only she cut, she water it. Ilalagay niya sa araw. Sabi ko, wow, buti pa ang rose. Inaalagaan. Ako, pag-uwi ko, bahala ka dyan. Buti pa ang rose. So now, she keep on looking. She is smiling. Say, walang, walang flower. It's like this lang. She keep on... It took many weeks. She just keep on watering the plant. Let it grow. Ang tagal. And last week, after about one month and a half, started to bloom. There's mayroon lumabas. And two days ago, she showed me this picture. You know, there are moments that the flower die off and fall, up, fall away. And, but you know, it takes time. And later, it will bloom again. Same time in our life, sometime we will go to that path. Parang but we know that God will nurture us 
will keep us to serve us, look after us, and in due time, you will bloom again. Kaya tingnan mo katabi mo, sabi mo, ang ganda mo, flower. You might not be blooming now, but God will make you bloom again. <laughs> you know what the scripture said? You know what the scripture said? He made everything beautiful in his time. Amen. Let's all stand. Hallelujah. I don't know what you're going through, but we know the Lord is our restorer. Amen? We might not see it in our life. We might not see it now. We might see dryness now in our surrounding. But remember this, what God said in His Word. He made everything beautiful. I pray that we will encounter God in a mighty way. As we receive that restoration in our life, may the Lord empower us so that we can restore the relationship we have with one another, with our families. At the same time, may we have that restoration so that we can regain that will to live and survive. Hallelujah. Let's just worship the Lord and sing this song. We, I know we can't sing it now. You can sing it from your heart, but you can join us. Uh, those who are in Facebook and YouTube, we can just worship the Lord and declare this place in His time. In His time.
come have your way in our lives. You know the struggle of each one of us that we are facing today. And sometimes we lose hope. But I pray, Lord, that our eyes will see you. That we'll experience you in a powerful new way. Hindi lang just attend church. But we desire for more of your you upon our life. Because when we encounter you, you'll be changed in our life. Lord, just, you can see those who are hurting right now and mourning and grieving. But I pray, Lord, that you would just comfort them and surround them with friends and family that would journey with them and help them, Lord, pass through this valley. At the same time, Lord, empower us with your spirit that we will regain the passion to live for your purpose. Remind us, Lord, that, that everything will be beautiful in your time. Hallelujah. Let's just raise our hand and receive the benediction. The love of God be the passion in your heart. The joy of God be your strength when times are hard. The presence of God be the peace that overflow within you. And may the word of God be the seed that you may sow. Lord, we thank you for your word today. Bless us and we know that you are our great restorer. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank you for those who have joined us in Facebook and in YouTube. I pray that uh, you'll be able to join us next week again. Uh, we invite you to come here also to join us in our physical worship. Salamat po for joining us. God bless everyone. May you all be seated.